Hey, and we're rolling. Here we are. Here we are again. Tag back. team back again. Keep going. Party over here, and I'll tell your friend. <laughs> and that's our cringe rapping segment. <laughs> <laughs> we just started. How are you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm good. We have some beverages today. So. We do. Thank you to Miller Lite for the sponsorship. Yeah, thank you for the huge sponsorship. <laughs> this massive sponsorship. It's so helpful. Um, and I, I think, I'm just guessing here, but all 10 of the people that see this are going to really th- enjoy gonna, it. Yeah. They're going to want to go buy Miller Lite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's for sure. You need to pay us more. It's <laughs> a good marketing tactic by yeah. them. I'm just saying. Um, well, cool. cool, dude. Let's uh, Let's look at some some TikTok marketing advice. Okay. Let's do it. Then we're going to read the news. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. And if we say something dumb towards like the 30 minute mark, you know why now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pull these up. We got some uh crazy heat going on today. Me and Spencer just walked to the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> Our sponsor all... wouldn't send us beer. <laughs> I think we almost died. Yeah. I almost died, dude. That was so it's so ridiculously hot right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's hot as Satan's taint out there. It is. Hotter, I think. <laughs> Hundred degrees. All right, what should we start with here? Let me get these pulled out. I would do the ice cream one first. <laughs> All right, guys, we get some great marketing advice here from our friends, our, our, the sages, the content creators on TikTok. <laughs> we this need is to get my these favorite. Pr- we should sell posters with this stuff. This is my favorite one by far. This handle right here, Marketing Master. <laughs> so just to prep everybody, there's just a really dark, ominous track behind them talking about things that are just basic best practices in business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's really funny. And I think we've shown the same exact takeaway video three different times now with, well, this will be the third. Look at though. Each one of these has like a hundred thousand likes to it. They're I mean, doing they're, something right here. They're doing better than us. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, dark, ominous tones that you are being manipulated. Uh, that's, we all the, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's what they're telling you. And, uh, they're just using different items to compare to. Oh, you a, know, what's a bummer though. They missed the one about popcorn at the movie theater oh yeah i screwed up on the last episode guys my my microphone (laughs) cut out i'm not good at this i'm new yeah (laughs) i definitely didn't spend like a decade in audio production that that wasn't a part of my career um are we on episode nine no this is gonna be eight now oh because we fucked up the last one Mm -hmm. damn it all right well i did I'll, i'll take the rap take the rap for that one i fucked up one or two myself are you we ready? Gonna kick this off because I gotta hit the button. All right, yeah, get, do it. This marketing technique is so powerful that even ice cream vendors use it against you. You should know that the biggest companies like against Apple you. also <laughs> use just it. Imagine laugh, you're walking dude. along the beach and you come across an ice cream vendor. Here are the prices. One scoop is $1.4, two scoops are $1.6, and three scoops are $6.50. The price difference between two and three scoops is so small that it attracts your attention, <laughs> and that's what we call so a decoy. <laughs> in reality, it's this all in the second option. Awesome but too. if you don't offer it, the customer will compare $4 against $6.50 and will probably choose a single scoop. 
but if you add the second option, which is just a lure, the customer will compare $6 against $6.50 and will probably opt for the three scoop ice cream. Now look at what Apple has done for the iPhone 14, the which is $1,019. The iPhone 14 Plus is $1,169. The iPhone 14 Pro is $1,329. The iPhone Pro Max is $1,479. How many of these videos do they have on their you, channel? You've just been manipulated by Apple and paying more by making you think you're getting a good deal. I analyze a new marketing move every day, so subscribe to not miss the next Is that one. him? Where, right there? No, I'm just kidding. That's clearly <laughs> a stock photo. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. I don't know why I love those videos so much. I love them. What if that is the guy? They're, they're like, did you know? And just so you, no one will ever see the episode from last week because we don't have audio, but they did <laughs> yeah. the same exact video with popcorn. Yep, <laughs> and we've seen it once before with Starbucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you're walking on the beach looking for ice cream, just... <laughs> Look, dude, I've had the wool over my eyes, man. They're for, using this tactic against you. <laughs> I've had the wool over my eyes for years now. It's I fucking no ice idea. cream vendors, dude. No, I keep buying Coming these. At me. I keep buying these expensive iPhones. Like, I just need to go get some ice cream and chill out about it. You know, I think that's the takeaway here. So anyway, don't do business best practices with your pricing strategy. Don't do it. Do not do it. Don't. That's what this guy says be good, anyway. Be a good person. I'm learning a lot. Ready for this one? Yeah, go ahead. A day in the life of a Was that it? <laughs> You're supposed to watch the other one first. What was the other one? Did you watch the first one? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Spencer brought two to the table today. And <laughs> they're all both horrible. <laughs> let's, let's do this one. Who's this? This is Lucia Cordaro. Let's see what Lucia has to say. What working marketing is actually like. So I started the day with a workout at Orange Theory, and then on the way back, I stopped my target to do a little oh, new no, stack. And then I was working remotely today, so I did my usual morning routine before logging on. I always toast? start with going through my emails and flagging the important ones. And then I make a to-do list for the day. I love using Notion to organize all of my different projects. And then I had a couple different meetings in the morning before taking a quick little lunch break midday. And then I grinded out more work at night. My role deals with targeting for digital advertising campaigns. Campaigns and there's a lot of execution. So I was working in our internal software to build out audiences and then distribute them, which involves a bunch of different steps. And then I logged off around five and had a chill night in, and that was. <laughs> why did why did we just watch that? It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sex in the City that, theme though. That's was... what, dude. That's why we get a bad rap as marketers. That's what they think we're doing. <laughs> I think you might be right. Hold on, we gotta watch the other one again because I had to do them sequentially, right? <laughs> no, don't watch the other. It's not... I want to watch it again. The marketing girlies. No, this isn't it. Who are the marketing girlies? What is this? What are you, what are you subjecting me to? Did you copy and paste the wrong one? Probably. <laughs> it just says another one. Hold on. No, I think it was the wrong. How did that happen? Nope. Nope. It's the same one. It's the, it's the marketing. <laughs> okay. Let's get out of here. Let's get, let's back out of this. 
So anyway. Clearly I have horrible taste in TikTok videos. <laughs> just no, that was solid, dude. Should we watch the uh should we watch the Bucky's one again? <laughs> oh, was that last week? Yeah. No, we can't watch that. Okay. I feel bad. I feel bad watching it because I feel like I'm roasting Kristen. But she's she just seems like the kindest lady. She's good, man. I just like how she starts it with Bucky's as a marketing guru. (laughs) This is the best. He is, dude. It's a good mascot. Bucky's is coming to Ocala, Florida with their largest gas station ever. Bucky's already holds two world records. One for the largest convenience store and another for the longest car wash. At Bucky's, you can get barbecue, a bakery, beef jerky, banana pudding, homemade fudge, clothes, gas, your car wash, and the cleanest bathrooms around. Bucky's is a marketing guru. (laughs) They don't even call themselves a gas station. They refer to themselves as an actual travel Ooh. center. Every Bucky's that I've been to, it has lines of dude, people. You You've got the little Bucky runs around inside the store. He is everywhere on everything. <laughs> Bucky's is so well known. If you want to learn how to market your company better, go and study how Bucky's has done just that. Just that. Well, he's got some nice teeth. Uh, dude, I love her. I think she's <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> You get her on the pod. Yeah. Talk about Bucky's. <laughs> Did you watch any of her other videos or is that it? <laughs> no, that was it. That was the only <laughs> one. That's all I needed, Spencer. <laughs> Just okay. a little hit. That's all I needed. All right, Just... where are we what uh what do you want to talk about first? Like uh, have you seen more hold on before we move on, have you seen a bunch of those videos where people do like a day in the life at this job or whatever? Oh yeah. And it's mainly just them talking about like what they ate that day and stuff. Yeah, that's what exactly is up what with that, that format, dude? It's like the most worthless <laughs> information in the world. People are watching it and liking it, dude. I don't know. We're we're off, dude. That's what we need to be doing. Should, should we do it? Yeah. All right, we'll make a day in the life videos coming up. Um what wait, are you telling me that video was serious? Yeah, that, that was not a one? joke. Yeah. Oh, I thought that People was a joke. legit do this, dude. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. No, I thought you were just saying you didn't work at all. Hold, hold on, Spent. You're out of frame here. You're you're going out of frame. You're doing some good beer drinking poses, though. <laughs> it's for the sponsor. Are you seeing this? There you go. Get in frame, dude. We're supposed to be professionals here. Now my head's too big. Um. There we go. But anyway, yeah, that was totally serious. Like I've I followed this handle on Instagram. That's what people eat. No, (laughs) no, no. I would not follow that. It's called Cringe. It's like my cringe or something like. Do you know that one? No. It's so good. They just repost the cringiest stuff that they can find on TikTok and Instagram, and it's so good. It's so good. It's horrible. You're like, yeah. people are posting this thinking it's, like, important. And a lot of them are those day-in-the-life videos. Like, someone's like, I'm a stockbroker, and today I had iced coffee this morning, and then I walked in. And it's always Dude, this, I like, thought it was really, a joke. <laughs> it's like, look at how easy my life is. And it's like, can you imagine being a manager of a company if you saw one of your employees post that, and they're just, like, fucking off all day? And you're like, that would piss me off. Hey, uh, <laughs> can we talk well, about... That's what I'm like... When does this girl work? She goes to Target in the morning. Can we talk about avocados, how many snacks goes you outside. had on Monday? Like, what, yeah. what are you doing, dude? Do you have low blood sugar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's Four happening Four snack here? breaks a day. <laughs> Avo toast. 
Avo toast. I'm lucky to get away from the computer for lunch, dude. Um, yeah, What's dude. in the news this week, Spencer? Uh, let's see. Let's unpack the news. I'm going to mix this up a little bit. Okay. Since we're doing TikTok, let's talk about the new TikTok features. Okay. I've the So have you ever used uh, search ads? On TikTok? Yeah. No. Okay, so this is open. I mean, it was in beta before. Some people had access to this. This is just like a new targeting capability in TikTok? Yeah. Or what is it? So, well, I mean, more Gen Z is using TikTok for search. Mm-hmm. So, And I've used it, too. Like, if I need – I had weeds in my lawn, so I looked up weed killer on there. I just searched marketing guru earlier yeah, this yeah. week. <laughs> that, she's paying for ads, probably. By the way, Kristen. if you are listening to this and you know any, like, cringy marketing guru videos where Send they're, like, them. trying to give you the advice, just please – send them to us like that's what i want to roast so bad and i can't find them i feel like they pop up in my feed all the time i never save them save it gotta save it we get some like wannabe gary v content going on in here that's what i really we gotta save the marketer ads that we were talking about earlier yes let's just save the videos that's what we need to do (laughs) and put those on (laughs) those those are hilarious (laughs) the guy with the mullet i was showing you yesterday (laughs) so good (laughs) he's like trying to be really serious but he has like a shaved sides of his head and a mullet he's like this is how you grow your business you're like i don't believe you (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna make millions of dollars (laughs) okay Um, so like yeah search ads okay so you can bid on Keyword, I mean, it's a lot like everyone says similar SEO. Similar to AdWords? Or? Yeah, similar yeah. to AdWords. It's, there's a feature, if you turn it on, you're automatically going to show up for that if you have ads. Huh. So just flick a switch, and they'll try and match you based on the content of your video. Um, but you can. You can do negative keywords and things like that. Oh, so sweet. I mean, everyone's talking about how SEO is dead. Again, this is search engine optimization. Like People are going to figure this out. search engine. Yeah, exactly. It's all the same. Um, so I think that's a cool opportunity if you're an advertiser and you do well on TikTok to yep. open that up. I mean, um, there is a critical difference in the audience that you're targeting. Definitely between, a younger audience. For sure. But also, um, search intent is gold. You know what I mean? Like search intent is depending on the keyword, it can carry purchase intent. So this is like, there's, this is why Google is one of the biggest companies that's ever existed, right? Is because they capitalize on that search intent. So if it, traditionally through paid social media channels, if you think about it, it's like way more of an outbound channel. You're buying media to show to certain demographics and interests. And like, that is helpful that you can segment based on interest audiences and all that. But you're you're paying to go out to them with an offer or an ad. Like they didn't ask for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So your conversion rate is gonna be lower, your cost is gonna be higher as a result because of that outbound nature of the medium. But if somebody's searching for something and you say, Hey, I've got that exact thing, then it, it's just way more bottom of the funnel. So I'm I'm like I'm all in on this. I love it. Well, and there I heard two Instagrams trying to do this as well. I think just a lot more people are searching for content that way. It makes sense. I, I wonder what the queries entail, though, because you use a search engine probably more to use or to look for products, right, than a social media channel. Um, yeah, I think how like how to use stuff. Like that's what I was looking for a natural weed killer. I wasn't looking to buy anything. Oh, how you tos? Know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, how so? Like if there's something like how to kill your weeds naturally. If you've got a product. That works for that that's a natural product you could definitely advertise that and i'd buy it if the mm-hmm. video is compelling i like that um but yeah i mean that's 
more and more people are searching. Like even older people I've talked to are saying that they search on TikTok because they want to see an average person utilize it right. quick. You know, they don't want to watch a thirty-minute YouTube video. People want the the UGC. Yeah. Right. Um, that makes sense. So it's more like a search engine in a YouTube use case, like lots of how tos, and you could probably get in front of somebody. Yeah. Oh, where I think this would be, where I would think this would be good is actually like maintenance businesses. Hmm. Cause I'm always on YouTube. Like if something breaks at the house, the dishwasher's messed up, it needs a new hose to connect to the disposal. I'm like, fuck, how do I do this? I'm not watching a 30 minute video. And that's right. all those YouTube videos are like 30 minutes. I want something quick and sell me the part on there. Dude, you'd kill it if you had a business like that that that's sold true. parts. I'm certainly not paying a professional to come in and do it for me. No. That's not happening. Not at first. Not until it breaks down <laughs> until, in the process. Not until I'm feel. crying under yeah. the sink. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> and Morgan's yelling at me, and I'm like, babe, it's fine. I got it. This is supposed to happen. It's supposed to be spraying water everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the process. That's all it's in a TikTok it's, video. We're starting an indoor pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool though. Okay. So new advertising channel, that's big actually for performance marketers. I mean like, and just follow the, if you've watched our previous episodes, we've talked about this quite a bit, but you just follow that same, you don't got to go all in on this, right? Like just launch a little experiment, do a little keyword research. If it doesn't, is there a research tool in TikTok to see what queries you can bid on? Um, I didn't see that in there. I don't know if they've opened that up. I bet they're working on it. But yeah. if they don't have one, um, you can always use Google as like a, whatever is trending in Google is likely to be trending. And you could at least use comparisons. So like, hey, this how-to is more well-searched in Google than this how-to. They've got great keyword research tools there, right? Yeah. And so it's it's likely to be the same in a different platform. And we use this with YouTube all the time. We do Google keyword research to target keyword phrases in YouTube with our content strategy, and it works like a charm. So you can kind of use that as your litmus test. Yeah, looking then, at this, I think they do have that. Because, I mean, if you can do negative keywords, they have to be providing advertisers that information. And, and they're then, saying here, too, like, this is something, if you're going to jump on it, jump yep. on it now. The conversion rates are 6x what typical uh, TikTok ads are. It's so good if you're killing in. it on TikTok, kick this off soon. Good to get in early. Like, Make sure the content matches the query uh, for the medium, too. Like, Obviously, you want to answer the question, but make sure it's in that UGC TikTok-style format and just launch a little experiment. 500 bucks, see what you can do, right? Yeah. No, that's great. All right, what else we got? What do you got for us? I'm going to talk about the digital ad spend pullback, Spencer. Do you know about this? Have you heard about it? I've heard about the pullback and the, the big spend. Have you experienced up. the pullback? Are people pulling back with the agency? Mm, definitely. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> like how you pause and then you go, definitely. Wait, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I got to think here, but yeah. Um I don't, I don't, it's a weird thing because I think people are just shifting budget around. Yep. I don't necessarily see it. People are pulling out of different channels. I'll say that and moving <clears throat> money to different channels. So I think they're being yep. more strict about it. I don't, a lot of people are spending more. It, well, it's interesting because most of the tech companies that I run in the same circle as like they're, they're cutting back, but in specific areas 
So if you think about that, like top of funnel versus bottom of funnel or like that 70, 20, 10 model, if they know for sure the channel is driving acquisition at a good cost, it seems like the MO is to preserve that budget because they know it's, it's producing growth for the business, but everything above it, like your awareness channels, your influencer sponsorships, your whatever, your billboards, whatever you're doing, that's more top of funnel, more removed yeah. from that eventual conversion. <clears throat> it seems like there's some cutting going on. So that's what this, uh, this survey that uh, digital agency Dept conducted. It's an annual report on digital spend, and it found that there is a 40% decline in marketers who are using growth marketing strategies this year compared to last uh, among the 450 senior managers or above that were surveyed. Dept defines growth marketing as the blend of performance and brand strategies. So like performance marketing to me typically means bottom of funnel, but they're defining it a little bit differently. Like they're saying brand is lumped into that. So I, I'm guessing that's where the decline's coming from. Yeah, The drop could be attributed, they say, to a few factors, including economic conditions that have marketers investing more in bottom funnels, channels, and strategies, according to CSO. For growth, Sam Huston, uh, they've made very purposeful choices about not investing in growth now, he told Marketing Brew. They're only going to invest in what we know works for the time being until we see what the future holds. So basically, I mean, that holds up with what I'm seeing. You know, it's a lot of those top of funnel, like we're not really sure we believe in the channels, like podcast ad host reads and stuff like that, um, which, by the way, we're looking for sponsors. Uh, but it, it's it, it's those things where it's a little more removed from conversions yeah, no, that they're cutting. That, that makes sense because what I'm seeing is – you know, from my angle, the article I have here is saying ad spend is supposed to stop top one trillion, but most of the growth is in paid channels. Yep. Uh, Facebook and TikTok primarily, and then also retail media, which was another area that I thought was interesting. But yeah, this is saying ad spend is going to top one trillion, but I, that's that makes a lot more sense if yeah. they're cutting cutting budget there. Yeah, <clears throat> just cutting in those top of funnel spots. Um. I bet the lion's share of that 40% decline is in tech companies. Because if you think about like the macro trend in tech companies having different valuations, like think if you're going for a Series B or something right now, uh, and you know your valuation is way worse than it was yeah. five years ago, and you're like, man, we got to we gotta show some profit here, or at least get closer to profitability, where are you gonna cut first? Oh, for sure. I mean, everything's gonna get cut, but they're gonna look at marketing and they're gonna go, well, what's what's that podcast sponsorship what's doing what's, for yeah, us? Where, where's the attribution? And they're gonna go, I don't really know, and then they're gonna go, okay, cut it. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, you can show, because like the article I read here, um, which yeah, let's let's flip to that yeah. one because it's a little bit of a different. Yeah, this was done by WARC. Uh, which is a marketing reporting company. They said expected ad spend is going to top one trillion, which is an eight eight percent increase from this year. But it's saying here most of this is coming from tech giants, not tech companies, but actually Amazon, TikTok, Meta, where the spend is happening. The big performance ad yeah, channels, all of them. Yeah, anything that you can track, and you know, same with the retail media. Um, spend increasing on Amazon and Alibaba. That's very easy to attribute sales to. So we're going to see that skyrocket. Yep. What I thought was interesting is just like everyone is constantly shitting on Meta 
but you know everything here says uh, Meta's holding sixty four point four percent share of the twenty percent ad spend. Oh my god, for real? Yeah. Damn. But I mean, TikTok is coming up, man. Like that's an yeah. interesting thing to see. And True. I'm curious to know over the next year what I mean. These search features, it seems like TikTok is really leading the charge in some of these things, like launching the search ads first, and Instagram is just constantly behind the ball. That's, that is interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder like how this starts to fragment, because it has to a little bit, right? Like if, if you're a shareholder in Alphabet, Amazon, and Meta, this is good news for you, yeah. for sure. But I think like in the long run, I mean, we just talked about Lyft doing those localized advertising platforms like TikTok starting to open up. YouTube's getting more adoption with shorts. Um, I just wonder, like, is, is this going to start to peel off and fragment a little bit the market, Maybe. the share of market? Well, I mean, a big portion of this is that is the retail media plays like Lyft and things like that, mm -hmm. um, close to point of sale. So I think all of that is going to increase. But I think it's just people sticking with what actually works. Like, over the past few years, like so much money, you definitely need to have an experimental budget. We've talked about this. Oh yeah, for sure. But a lot of this stuff, it comes down to like, everyone's trying to do 50 different things when really they could just invest in these channels and grow, figure out how to do them well. Well, it's so tricky because you can't, those top of funnel strategies are just so hard to market. And I was talking to um, this guy, super uh, colleague of mine, super seasoned marketer. He's been in it since the yeah, early 90s, late 80s. And I was showing him all of our performance statistics. And I'm like, this is how Meta's operating. Like, cost of acquisitions going down by this much. And like, I balance that with these channels, whatever. We're just taking a look at things. I love getting his perspective. And I'm trying to figure out how do I scale on top of this? And then how do I measure that and kind of like play that back to the shareholders, to the, uh, the investors, the board, the executive team, whoever. And he just started laughing. He's like, you know, like back in the early 90s, late 80s, you would just, as a brand, you'd just pay a marketing agency with a media buying team to just spend your budget. Like they would just go, all right, we're going to buy ads in these magazines because we know the demographics are right. We're going to pay for these billboards, like this commercial on this channel, whatever, like just aligning demographics. And that it's like, it's just like a gamble. Like they're just like, all right, fucking... Yahtzee, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, is, is it going to hit or is it not? And they're just looking at sales. So we ran this campaign this quarter. Sales did lift, like, pre-campaign to post-campaign by X amount. So it was effective. And he's like, it's just crazy to me to be able to see so minutely uh, and so specifically, like, what's driving the best results and how. And his message to me was, like, just don't. You don't have to overthink that top of funnel stuff, you know. What I, and we talk about this yeah. all the time. Like you could just ask somebody at the point of sale, like, "How'd you hear about us?" Yeah. And if the first touch is one of those top of funnel strategies, like that's attribution. So you don't have to think about it as like I need to see it in Google Analytics. Like there are other ways to measure it, but also take solace in the fact that you can just dedicate the right percentage of your budget to these things, and they do work. They've always worked, yep. and it's always been hard to measure, right? Oh, for sure. Like, And I think there's companies that can do it better. I mean, having an omni-channel approach and thinking through how to attribute. But, I mean, this is multi-touch is how you have to think about all of this stuff. People are hearing about you in multiple places. Which one they purchase from doesn't really matter. It's just how often they've heard about you 
and then the fact that they purchase. Yep. So I do agree with that. I do think people though have a tendency to like constantly want to try and reinvent the wheel and come up with weird because we hear this from clients. They're like, oh, what about this new platform called the Patriot or something? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like just American companies or something. And you're like, what? <laughs> and they want to throw a budget at that. And we're like, this is an unproven channel. Like, I don't know if that's the best use. We'll give it a shot. We'll we test. Gotta, we but... got to launch a test on Truth Social. <laughs> yeah, it's like stuff like that. <laughs> we got to get out there, dude. Yeah. Donald Trump's tweeting like a madman on yeah. there. We got. I heard about this wave, on Fox bro. News, man. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Why didn't you bring this to my attention sooner? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, have you thought about pricing your product more like ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about ice cream. For, let's talk about popcorn. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, some of these channels, I mean, Threads is probably a good example of that. Where it comes out, but like when you and I covered it a few weeks ago, it was like, well, this looks promising and interesting. People are starting to adopt it. But it could just be Google Plus yeah. all over again, yeah. right? Because people are just used to using Twitter for this. And, like, the odds of them switching providers, not super likely. And it kind of looks like that's manifesting. I mean, I'm not hearing about threads from anybody. And we ran a bunch of experiments in threads, organic ones, because we're just thinking, like, okay, it's a brand-new social media platform. Typically, they favor the early creators, and they give you a bunch of followers. Um yeah. Well, and we talked about it. The way they it's were, okay. the way they were acquiring new user accounts was just questionable. At that, like the way they're reporting, I'm like, Are you on Instagram are, today? Yeah, yeah you got it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's put, what Google yeah, did too. yeah, it's it's such bull. But I mean, you got to try. But it's just again, it's effort. Where are you going to spend your effort if you're trying to try like ten different channels at the same time? It's real hard. Like that's one of the things. Like. Because we, we have clients who send us like four or five different things that are new. They're like, what about this? What about advertising at gas pumps? What about, and you're like, no, like one thing at a time. <laughs> advertising at gas you're pumps. Like, <laughs> you're like, people aren't buying CBD at the gas pump. Well, yeah, I get them while they're pumping gas, yeah. dude. <laughs> what else are they going to do? Yeah. Are they going to watch our ad? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. You just got to make sure that you're spending the appropriate amount of attention in the right places, which is why I think that we're going to see growth in paid media. I think so too. I'm, I'm curious still about threads. I, I don't, I think it is going to go the way of Google plus if I was to guess, but the TikTok stuff way more exciting to me because they have proven retention. It's a proven channel. It's well adopted. Like everybody's pumping content into it constantly. Like, you know, there's an audience there. It's just a different, I would argue much more bottom of funnel purchase intent way to get in front of those people. Like that's super exciting. Well, I mean, if, if the early reports are that you're getting, you know, six times the conversion rate on those type of ads, like that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. killer. Really good. All right. What else we got? So what's our buddy Elon up to dude? Speaking of new channels, there's this new channel called X. <laughs> have you heard of, have you, have you taken X before? I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't care what anyone says. How much X have you done, Spencer? <laughs> yeah. Tell me. A ton. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Yeah. My brain hurts. So Elon Musk set off a firestorm on Friday. It was a firestorm. Too soon, dude, after Maui. By announcing that Twitter, now called X, would delete the service's longstanding user blocking feature, raising the prospect that, as a result, the app 
could be booted from Apple and Google's app stores. That's interesting because you can't block people. Block. <laughs> this is my favorite. I pulled this quote out here. Block is going to be deleted as a feature except for DMs, Musk wrote. Makes no sense. <laughs> he hates the blocking. What? Dude. He probably saw how many people blocked him. He got blocked a lot. Yeah. Sure. He's like, oh, I've been blocked He's been a million blocked. times. Like, this I got to like stop a, this. This is a CEO scorned right yeah. here. This is a sad boy, Elon. I thought you were talking about how he's addicted to ketamine. <laughs> That's what. What? Yeah. What is that? Do you know what ketamine is? Yeah, I know what ketamine is. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a lot of ketamine. A special K, yeah. bro. <laughs> okay. I, apparently, that's like fueling his life right now is what reports are saying. Are you serious? Yeah. Like he's doing ketamine yeah. for, for what? Like therapy? I or? guess depression. I mean, that's what it's prescribed for a lot is depression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, but it's it, pretty effective for that. It is, but it's for, for like severe depression. I guess I'd need it too if I was yeah. doing all that shit. But basically what people were saying is it's attributing to his erratic behavior. I heard about it on uh, – well, I've got, I've got friends that have taken it for depression. Sure, you've got friends. And it's what really done it. not named Jordan. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I heard about it on Huberman. Old Hubie there, he was talking about it and, like, the studies behind it. And they still don't quite know why it works, but the effective rate is, like, crazy. Like, it's better than – most SSRIs, which is nuts. Yeah, I think I don't. I think there are negative side effects. So what I've heard is it's for like treatment is resistant. It's one of the negative side effects that you leave the material world for fifteen minutes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you become Elon Musk. <laughs> you ban blocking. <laughs> now everything's starting to make more Dude, sense. I might, if I become Elon Musk, I might jump on that bandwagon. Jump on the K train. Yeah. You should have called XK. <laughs> Dude, I uh, everything's making more sense with the moves he's making with X, I think. Like, now, now that I know ketamine's a factor here, <laughs> let's just call it X. Like, oh, man, did that come to you in one of your therapy sessions? <laughs> I didn't know he struggled with depression, though. That, that kind of bugs well, that's me what, But I wonder if he does or if he's just taking it to be like, like, let's block out everything other than work. Yeah, maybe. Like, <laughs> that could be yeah. it. Just get a guided trip every couple yeah. of weeks. <laughs> that could be it, man. No, but I thought that was I thought that was funny as hell. He's like, the makes no sense. <laughs> just made me laugh. He's just like, makes no sense. Didn't care to elaborate any more than that. It definitely makes sense that you can block people who are potentially harassing you or just posting content that you don't want to see. For sure. I don't know. This is another controversial one, don't you think? Oh, 100%. Same with the rebrand. <laughs> yeah. Everything with that guy. But the thing is, like, every like all of the stock market is fueled by what he says. Like, it's wild to see someone have that kind of power. Oh, my God. He's like Oz. Yeah. Behind the, the curtain, he's just controlling, <laughs> controlling things. It's crazy, man. So we talked about this on one podcast, but it's like you and I look at micro acquire sometimes. We're like, any cool Shopify plugins that we could buy and try to scale? Yeah. He's like, he's looking at like the S and P five hundred. He's like, which of these companies can, can I, I get? Buy? Apple or? <laughs> Do you have? I want to send you a video. Do you have your uh, text? Yeah. Up on your. All right.
You send that? Yeah. Think NFL goes off script for season long campaign. Have you seen this? The uh, the new ad? No. All right, we gotta watch. Put that on there if you can. This is for the NFL. Yeah. It's a hilarious ad. Oh, is that Keegan Michael Key? Yeah. I love it. Watch, it's just the NFL going through their lunch for the day. (laughs) Day in the life as somebody working at the NFL. First I have avocado toast. Um, Which one of these is my plan? There's a bunch of videos in there. Uh, It it says NFL kickoff, the table read. Okay, all right, I'll pull it up. This is just good marketing. It's just funny shit see it turn my sound on navigating the new you guys are going to watch market can be <laughs> they should be paying us for all 10 of these impressions who is this all right cox <laughs> you better you better send me my check all right everyone last season was a smash Ratings gold, but this year's script has to top it. So welcome to the table read for the 104th oh, season the of the NFL. Let's get to work. Yes, Jalen. I thought this was the dress rehearsal. Oh, sorry. Week one, fourth quarter, 302 left. Jamar leaps up and makes a no-handed catch. No hands. How? I don't need hands. I'll just catch you with my You can call it the Abracagabra. Might as well send the ball to Canton now. What if we wrote the Mahomes character out of the Mahomes character? Wrote him off. Guys, not cool. Who said that? She did. You're an actor, Patrick. <laughs> Act like one. Boring. Boring. What if we played shirts versus skins? Ooh. I like it, Kirko. What if we replace my legs with actual wheels? I love it. What if Derrick Henry stiff arms a guy into another? It'd be possible for us to get to page two. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, pretty much every company now has a conspiracy. So that's my takeaway. Lean into the conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theorists are running wild out It's there, crazy, dude. dude. Everything's a conspiracy. It is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Clouds are real, Spencer. I know. <laughs> we got to make an ad, dude, about I this. We gotta, I'm, I'm telling you, man, between the TikTok videos about ice cream and Apple's pricing strategy and now this, I feel like the wool's been removed. I've had so much wool in my eyes. I Me no too, idea. man. I'm glad uh, they didn't hear about all the conspiracies we were talking about last week. Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Dave Ramsey busting out samurai swords. Hey, hey. And Sorry. <laughs> so we can't leak that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Spoiler. <laughs> Dave Ramsey's a serial killer. <laughs> He's a fan of samurai swords. You heard it here first. That's all we know. <laughs> Headline, Dave Ramsey brings samurai sword to performance review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is sweet. Okay, this is one of your articles. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, like how awesome was that? Yeah. I think it's good because you're, uh, it's a little bit of trend jacking a little yeah. bit because you're like, okay, people are talking about this and it does. I mean, I've seen, I'm not, I don't go down conspiracy rabbit holes I ever, do. but they find me <laughs> constantly on YouTube and I've seen that one a bunch. So it's funny to see like, okay, that's a topic that's circulating. 
related to our brand. Like, let's just lean into it. And anytime I feel like you can use humor. Yeah. When you're, especially a sports brand, like ESPN's the GOAT. Oh, 100%. With the mascots and everything. Yeah. They're the GOAT, dude. No one will ever do better. But that was kind of like in that same vein. I love that. No, 100%. Dude, did you know Ted Lasso came from an ESPN commercial? No, what? Yeah, because there's a trading card now. I saw some guy was talking about it on TikTok. There's a trading card that's Ted Lasso, but it's from 2014. Are you serious? It's from the commercial. Not the, yeah, I don't remember what it was, but it was a commercial for something on ESPN. And then I saw it. I was like, man, now I want that card. <laughs> we got to look this up, dude. This is, this is bad misinformation to spread if you're wrong, Spencer. You should be ashamed. Ted Lasso. I can't find it. It might not. I mean, it's Ted Lasso 2014. Did you find it? Hang on one second. This is a great show, by the way. Uh, let's see, Ted. Twenty. We need a we need a Jamie. That's what we need. I know. Joe, <laughs> we know you're listening, dude. Let us borrow Jamie. Oh, right here. I just searched Ted Lasso 2014 commercial. I don't know how to work the computer to play the video. I work in tech, but I don't know. <laughs> American coach in London, 2013. Oh, is this an SNL skit? What the guy said in the TikTok video was that it was... Hold on, we're going to play this. NBC Sports Presents is the one he said. Hey, how you doing? This is Ted Lasso. I'm the new head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs, and uh, I'd like to talk yeah, to the Queen, please. Ago. My name's Ted Lasso. I'm new head coach for Tottenham Spurs. Been brought over here to, to you know, implement my coaching style. Football's football, no matter where you play it. You got grass, you got cleats, and you got helmets with masks on them. Football in the States is my specialty, but they have a different kind of football over oh, here. That guy's yeah. too. Circle mark, have them put on their pads, and let's start playing for real. They're wearing their pads, coach. There's a lot of... Uh, a lot of small similarities. Any team I coach, they're gonna play hard for all four quarters, okay? Two halves. What's that? Two halves. Okay, halves. Oh, that's a bit they use. We're gonna play hard for two halves. And we're gonna play till there's a winner and there's a loser. What's that? Okay, till there's a winner, a loser, or a tie. You can tie. If you tried to end a, a game in a tie in the United States, heck, that might be listed in Revelations as the cause for the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, we have any goals this season? Absolutely. We're going to win a lot of games. We're going to get in the playoffs. No playoffs. There's no playoffs. Again, my job just got a lot easier. <laughs> Ties and no playoffs. Why do you even do this? One of the issues I've had is what tackling was. There you go, tackling. What the hell is that? That's not a tackle. It's just sliding around. Soccer tackle, sir. Oh, all right there, Gary. That's how you tackle. <laughs> to prepare. Oh, that's good, dude. It's ridiculous. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was like, because someone was like, look at the card. Look at the year. It's 2014. Ted Lasso didn't come out till 2018. That's wild, man. Or 2020, I think. I think it's funny that Coach Beard is I know. His, his assistant, too. That's amazing. I'm glad they kept that the same. 
Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for football to start again. Me too. It's a wonderful Something time to talk about other than marketing. <laughs> I mean, dude, Notre Dame's playing on Saturday. Yeah. This is the season opener for the NCAA. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're a big Notre Dame fan. <laughs> big Notre Dame fan. Are you a U of M fan too? Yeah, well, I so oddly, yes, but it's because of where we grew <laughs> yeah. up. And, like, so many of my friends went to University of Michigan, and I grew up hating them because I was just indoctrinated by my parents who both went to Notre Dame. And then I started going to visit my friends, and then I went to a game at the big house, and I was like, this is actually pretty sweet. <laughs> so now I like, Ann Arbor is beautiful, man. Oh, yeah, I love it up there. Right, let's move on. Speaking of Ann Arbor, YouTube shorts <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> no, let's go back to football. <laughs> no one wants to hear about marketing. Um, so anyway, I, I caught this story on, what, TechCrunch? Yeah, this was TechCrunch. And there was an interview with the uh, head of shorts over at YouTube. And this is just interesting, like tons of takeaways from this video on how the algorithm works with shorts. So, um, was he wearing shorts? He was not. Uh, well, he might have been. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> a requirement. Nobody knows. Uh, let's see here. What is the guy's name? Todd Sherman. Um, he's the product lead for shorts. Okay. YouTube shorts, not. I love shorts. Apparel. <laughs> uh, okay, so I just boiled down the takeaways that I thought were interesting from the video. So uh, one of the things he said is that not every flip in shorts is counted as a view, either uh, a difference from some other platforms where viewing the first frame could be counted as a view. So TikTok does that, which is interesting. They have to cross a meaningful threshold, which I, I assume means like time viewed probably, or maybe like an engagement with it or like a, I don't know. Like if you watch for 10 seconds, but that could be like circumvented by a like or something like that. It's not, makes sense, yeah. right? Like that's not earth shattering, but it is interesting that it's different from other platforms. So it won't be counted as a view unless you cross that threshold. He didn't say what the threshold was, so we can only speculate. That's how everything is with Google, Google. and YouTube. <laughs> Freaking Google. Uh, in addition, Sherman said there's not a certain length that benefits creators to get their videos seen. Instead, creators should think about how long they need to tell their story. So, again, it's just one of those things where it's like, just make good content. <laughs> short, short, good, con like concise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But th that's always, I feel like people get so wrapped up in, like, the algorithm. And I love uh, Mr. Beast always says this where he's like, don't replace algorithm with audience. Yeah. You know, that, that like is the algorithm is, is trying to show the audience what they want to see. And if you make something they want to see, it's going to show it to yeah. them. Like focus on the content, the quality of the content. Don't try to like hack your way into virality. It's never going to work. For sure. So I think that's good. Um, another one, this is the third takeaway. Another interesting insight offered by the product lead was that YouTube doesn't want shorts creators to bother with making custom thumbnails because nobody ever sees them. I thought that was a little obvious, but I didn't even – but you can. It gives you the option to add a thumbnail Yeah, I mean, it, to your short on YouTube. Is that just like – What's the point of even having that is my question. I, I don't know. I mean, where would you see that? I guess they show up in search results as like a little carousel. Okay, sometimes. well, I mean, then maybe. I mean, yeah. if that's the case, if you, like – I mean, we know for YouTube that thumbnails are everything. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, if you can't see it, I've never seen. I'm not on YouTube Shorts a lot, though. Do you use that? Sometimes. Yeah. I do sometimes. Like, I'll go down rabbit holes every now and then. I love YouTube. YouTube's probably the. Next to Instagram, it's the channel that I use the most. I love YouTube, but there's too many ads. Oh, the ads are awful. I know. They're getting worse, too, man. <laughs> They're not relevant a lot of the time. <laughs> they really aren't. They're doing a terrible job with their ad platform. I know. Like, YouTube needs to fucking Again, Google. change some shit. Yeah, their, ad, their ad platform sucks. Well, and it's, it's not tailored to the creators on the platform. Like, it's tailored to brands. So I can show a, a, a quick pre-roll ad or something like that based on a query. I can show it based on an interest. I can actually append one to a specific video or to a channel or to like a category of videos. It's pretty good from a, a brand perspective, but people don't click through from those. So that's like a OTT, top of funnel. You're not going to get acquisition from those ads. So it's not from that standpoint, it's kind of moot for a brand to go, you're only going to get the people who didn't reduce their marketing spend by 40% from that earlier study. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you had more products, if I'm Google, I'm thinking of ways to release ad products to my creators to grow their audiences. Oh, for sure. Because you can leverage those things as a creator, but the problem is your view time when people click through is garbage, and then it tanks the health of your channel. And then your organic results tend to, to tank as a result. Yeah. And it's like, if you could just, I mean, I'm sure this isn't simple to develop or put out there, but anything coming from an ad for a creator who's trying to like get more reach with a video, show it for a certain query or put it as a pre-roll or whatever, shouldn't be factored in yeah. to the organic algorithm at all. But it very clearly is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you flip on the ads, your organic just does this. Yeah. That's... And ad views are always going to be less quality. Always. 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that is, that's interesting. You would think they would work on that. Like, I don't know. I guess they're just so big they don't have to think about that. But I mean, there's a lot more competition for attention now. They're going to have to focus on those things. I think it's a huge opportunity, man, yeah. to be honest with you, for, for them. Like, I think their revenue would increase tangibly. Oh, for sure. Uh, here's the next takeaway. Time of day in publishing is also not a factor to optimize for. I feel like a lot of people talk about what's the best time of day to do yeah. this because they're bringing it over from, like, email marketing or publishing. Social. Form Even in social, it's not the yep. same. Mm-hmm. So they're saying it doesn't matter. Like they're just going to – it'll be a part of the recommendation queue or it won't. Yep. Um, he also recommended against deleting and reposting shorts in an effort to have them take off. I've seen a lot of people do that too. Like, oh, it just didn't work this time. Like let's take it down, repost it, and then it'll work. And he's saying like they view that as a huge signal for spam. So it's actually – you're better off not. Yeah. <laughs> like if it didn't take off, it just means people didn't like it. 100%. Makes sense. And then the last one is the company says it doesn't think about shorts as cannibalizing long form, but rather plans to introduce ways that will allow creators to link from their shorts to their long form videos by the end of September. So that's coming up really soon. If you've got a content strategy on YouTube, that's good to know uh, because they're, I feel like those two things have been separated from each other. Like they're completely different content strategies and this is giving you a way to kind of loop them together. So you could take a little snippet, like the most exciting piece of your long form video, release it as a short and then say, watch the whole thing. 
Yeah, that that, that seems like common sense to me from a product standpoint for YouTube, but it's also like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's nice from a strategic perspective. You should probably be thinking about how you're going to incorporate that. hundred percent go to go back. And I'm just thinking through this, the time of day. And I think about this with social, they say it doesn't count, but doesn't engagement count and wouldn't engagement be dependent on time of day or it's just as a percentage maybe like i think what he was getting at is that it's gonna be when you publish a short it's gonna be served to a certain data set and then based on the engagement with it it doesn't matter when yeah yeah like whenever they start that audience that they think is um relevant to your content is browsing shorts they're going to show it to a certain percentage of those people for a little bit and engage the interest and then it'll either pop or it won't so like you could publish it at midnight and the next time somebody from that audience is going through shorts it'll It'll show up there that makes sense okay cool that's youtube that's youtube shorts i think it's interesting anytime google talks about any of their algorithms you know it's just good information to have oh it's great I have one last thing I wanted to talk about. I'm thinking about changing my name. Oh, my God. Spencer? Yeah. Yeah? What do you want to change it to? Should I drop the R? <laughs> Spence? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be known as the marketer formerly known as Spencer. Change your name. To, yeah, go lean into it. I think if you're going to make a change, you should go, like, really off the wall. Like, change your name to a symbol, just like Prince did. We should. <laughs> It's just confusing. We everybody. need a marketing symbol. What's a good marketing symbol? I think that'd be great on sales calls for you too. Yeah. They're like, "What's your name?" You're like, "It's this." <laughs> you just kind of like show them. This is my name. I'm like, I don't even know how to say oh. it. <laughs> There's not words that represent this symbol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just don't worry about it. Uh, no, but I'm seriously thinking about. So I own, this is part of the thing. I tried to buy SpencerDonaldson.com and someone owns it. This guy really? owns it for his kid. And I, Wait, so you're talking about changing the name of your agency? What do you? No, my personal name. Your personal name? Are you serious? Yeah, like going by Spence versus Spencer. Okay, drop the R. Yeah, drop the R. There's right. seven people, maybe eight or nine now named Spencer Donaldson. What, what do you have to do to legally change your name? I have no clue. <laughs> I haven't thought that far. But I own, I've got a website on SpenceDonaldson.com. All my social media is Spence well, Donaldson. I guess you don't have to, like, legally change it. You could just have people start calling yeah, you Spence. exactly. And when they call you Spencer, you just, like, look at them. Yeah, but how offended. cool would it be if I actually changed my name, dropping the R? <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I new change? <laughs> I want to remove one letter. It's personal branding. Dude. Yeah. Got, listen up. Guys, this is a master class. (laughs) You drop one letter. (laughs) Drop one letter. You're going to blow up. Your brand will blow up. No, so say do it. So, like, I tried to buy my website, Spencer Donaldson. I call it my website. Someone else owns it. (laughs) I tried to buy it. The crazy thing about the website, when I reached out, I got a hold of the guy who owned it. They were all the same name. His name was John. (laughs) It wasn't even. Yeah. No, they all had the same names as my family. <laughs> really? Yeah, the dad was David, which is my dad's name. Oh. The the, the brother was Ryan. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it was really weird. That's creepy, man. I, know. I don't like that. <laughs> I 
like any of that, dude. And I reached out to the guy. And he's, he's like, well, I can't sell it. My three-year-old gets it, so you would have to negotiate with him. I was like, well, when can I do that? He's what? like, not until he's a teenager. Oh, my God. That's and strange. the guy told me, he's like, the worst thing I did was sell DavidDonaldson.com. I was like, that's the, the worst thing. That's the worst thing you've done. I know. Oh, my God, dude. Sounds like that guy's got a plush life. I made him a ridiculous offer, too, for it. I'm like, did you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's hilarious. Like, I need to own that real estate, so I could only get Spence Donaldson. You're like, are we related, by the way? Are you my dad? Are you from a parallel universe yeah. where we're the same person? That's funny, man. His kid owns it's like it. that Jordan Peele movie. Look, let's put a pin in this for 10 years. We'll revisit it that yeah, way. I know. <laughs> uh, there's still a chance. <laughs> there's still a chance. There's hope. What else we got? I think That's that was it. the news, right? <laughs> yeah. Did we do it? That's it. Right, We're cool. done. That's episode seven. See you guys next week. If you don't come back, I'm pissed. So. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Come back. <laughs> Leave a review. Do it. <laughs>